What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Alex Chadwick, and you are now tuned into the Soul Dope Podcast. Oh man, I want to thank everybody and, um, you know, tell everybody how much I appreciate them supporting the show and sharing the show and telling people about this and getting my perspective and uh, my views out on certain issues. I really appreciate that. Um, so keep it going and um, hopefully we can have some, um, you know, provoke some thought and some conversations around a lot of issues. Um, but today, um, today is uh, June. What is it? June 24th, 2020. I got to say the weather has been nice here in the Northwest, uh, my part of the world. Um, but I will say that um, I haven't been outside a whole lot. So, you know, kind of mess with my mood a little bit, but I will hope for the rest of the week that I will try to get outside. But it, it's going to it's going to rain. It's definitely going to rain this weekend. It always rains on a weekend. Right. Um, so but let's, let's jump right into it. Y'all, let's jump right into it. So, you know, right now the world is is very, very heavy. Um, there is a lot going on in the world and we are living an experience that seems unreal for most. Like for my generations, we, <clears throat> excuse me, for my generation, we, we, we haven't seen, we've seen a lot actually, you know, when I think about just 9-11 alone and, and how things have changed over the past 20 years. Um, but when it comes to this pandemic, we've never seen nothing like this. Um, the whole world has been shut, not the, not the United States, not a, not a, a state or a region in the United States, but the whole world uh, has been affected by this. Um, we've had civil unrest due to police brutality, um, racial strife. We've had a lot, man. And just in this year alone, in the year 2020, in this year alone, we, we've had a lot. And when you look at what has happened just in our lifetime, you know, all the all the terrorist attack, all the you know, all the the violence, all the racial strife, all the people fighting for equality. All the crimes that have com been committed, all the presidents, everything that you can think of, we've been on a roller coaster ride. You know, we we have been on a journey as humans. And I think I titled this one. Um, we are on a journey with no love, y'all. And what we're dealing with right now is a, is a human experience. You know, it's physical, but it's also a spiritual experience. Um, the physical is, is, to me, obviously the tough part because we feel most intensely in the physical. So this physical world, this material world, everything that we see around us is the physical. And it's not ironic that the biggest emotion floating around in the universe right now is fear. So wherever it is, wherever you are in the universe, there is a lot of fear going on. And for many reasons, reasons that I mentioned, the um, the civil unrest, the pandemic, of course, um, a lot of uncertainty There's a lot of fear. Humans, you know, naturally humans are afraid of things, but it seems like lately humans are afraid of everything including each other. You know, it's crazy because the um, 
who was it? The CIA came out and said, hey, you know, there are actually UFOs out there and humans. We did <laughs> humans. We didn't even blink an eye. y'all. It's like, you know, we're more afraid of ourselves than we're afraid of some unknown uh, extraterrestrial force that may be out there. You know, something that we don't know, you know, here on Earth, we're usually scared of what we don't know about things that we are ignorant of. And here they came out and told us, hey, man, there's UFOs. There's something else out there. And we didn't even blink as humans. You know what I mean? We know each other better than we know this extra extraterrestrial force. But yet we are more we are more afraid of ourselves than we are of anything else. Um, so this 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 show is particularly, you know, I've been talking about a lot of issues when it comes to race and politics. Um, but this is going to be one of the first of many shows where I actually talk about a mixture of things Um but when it comes into self-improvement, you know what I mean? And I don't just mean that in a way of 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 for you for ourselves, but for humanity as a whole. So um, if you really sit down and you think about it, we, we are actual we actually mirrors for and of each other. Everybody know what a mirror is. I don't think I have to describe that on this show. But if you really sit down and think about it, we are mirrors for and of each other. Now, I often ask myself, I often ask myself, I say, where where did where did we go wrong as humanity? Like, when did this switch up, especially when it comes to the division of race? Right. Like where where did this come from when we we are all amazing people coming from what I would like to call the human race? Or were we always wrong? Was there like was this like the was it like the beginning and then we fell off or was it always wrong? That's a question that I always sit and I ponder you know, when I'm, when I'm with myself and, and me and my wife talk about these things all the time. Um, but the solutions for the physical world problems are very complex, you know, and nothing can be done in a vacuum. You know, people talk about racism. We talk about black on black crime. We talk about, um, mass incarceration. We talk about addiction. We talk about all these things. And, 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 and a lot of us like to get out and huff and puff and, and think that, the solutions to these physical world problems are 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 very simple, but they're not. They're complex. Um, however, if we were to use the mirror complex that I'm talking about, um, that that we are mirrors for and of each other, if we use that concept, you know, and we actually looked at each other as brothers and sisters and actually had like really good intentions towards each other. I think the kind of progress that we can make is fascinating like extremely mind-blowing you know i mean extremely mind-blowing so this week if you're listening you know i want i want us to take some time i want you to take some time this week and i want you to think of someone who is not the same race gender or religion or whatever else category you can think of um and i want you to think about someone that you may know that that's not like you and as you meditate and you think i want you to imagine that person as your family and start to think and start to ask those questions like how would you treat them if that was your brother or your sister or even your child or your mother or your father but somebody you know try to think of them as family now the truth is you will not and never have the same views and experiences as that person that you may be imagining during this exercise. And that's okay. But just imagine them as family. <clears throat> and you can go in as deep 
and as long as you want to about that. But I want you to imagine somebody that doesn't look like you, not the same gender, race, religion, preference, whatever it may be. And I want you to think about them as family. I want you to visualize, use your imagination, use the holidays, like seeing this person come over to your house and eating dinner with you. I want you to imagine them playing with your kids. I want them. I want you to imagine um, them sleeping at your house. You know what I mean? I want you to imagine them um, having conversations with you about things. This is what I want you to imagine about those persons. Um, so that's an exercise that I want. That's one of the things I want you to take from this show is that I want you to really sit down and meditate on someone who's different than you, but try to imagine them as your family. And to be honest, there are people who have very, really diverse family members who can run the spectrum of probably everything that I just said. But for this week, I want y'all to go ahead and meditate and think about and imagine that someone who is totally different than you as your family. Now, when you look at things and you say, you know what, um, you know, you say, you say, hey, like, how can a person be so different, but we still be connected, you know, like whether it be race, whether it be sex, gender, whatever. Um, you ever look at a person is like, how am I connected to that person? There's always something that you have in common with someone else. Now, you you ever give a person a hug who is not a family member and felt a deep sense of connection with that person? I have. And it's very interesting because um, I'll tell you a quick story. So um, I have a friend um, who served in the military with me and they moved to my home state of Louisiana. And um, me and my wife, we went back to visit. So we met up with him and um, her name is May, May Sinclair. She doesn't mind me using her her name here. Um, she was actually one of the inspirations for me doing the podcast because she would always watch my, my Facebook live videos and say, man, you need to do a podcast. You know, we really like listening to you. So I said, okay, cool. So anyways, we, we, um, we served in the military. Um, we were in Okinawa, Japan together. So me and my wife, we went back to Louisiana and we went, um, through some sightseeing, um, and, and do some things. And we decided to meet up with him for lunch or whatever. And her mom was there. Um, we call her my Dukes. Um, but I, you know, even that was my first time meeting her. And even then I referred to her as mama, you know, um, but knowing a little bit about her mother, about May's mother is that she had been battling cancer throughout her life. Um, you know, she had beat it and she came back, but it, you know, it came back eventually and, um, and, and she succumbed to it and, and she passed away. Um, but the first time that I met them, the first time I met this woman, I mean, I'm sorry. The first time I met this woman, when we met, we talked and it felt like I, I knew her. Like it was some, I don't know, some past life stuff or something. But when I gave her a hug, I felt this spiritual connection. Like I was so freaking close to her and I never met her in my life. You know, I can't explain it, but it was like, I was like drawn to the person spiritually. And it's something that, that, I think we should always reflect on and think about like, you know, hugs is an intimate thing. Right. And for some reason, I was like, man, I was really connected to that person. Um, and then finding out that she had passed away was, you know, I took it pretty hard because I was like, man, like I knew this woman somewhere, somewhere, somehow. Right. But I just don't know where. 
I mean, it could have been my imagination, right? But spiritually, I'm, I'm sure we connected somewhere in this universe and in the world of the unseen, in my opinion. Um, anybody that knows me personally knows that I love people and I love to seek out relationships like that's just me. Um, I'm not sure how, but I'm able to connect with almost anybody. That's just my opinion. I believe that it's a gift that Allah has given me that I can go to people. I can talk to people. I can connect with people. And that's just something that I can do. Um, and I'm not shy about doing it. You know what I mean? Um, for most of us, there's, there's no real destination on this earth. Like there's none. Now society has put up what I would like to call makeshift destinations for us. Like, um, let me see what's, what would be the name of a makeshift uh, let's try, uh, let's do retirement, like retirement. Um, what else? Graduations, vacations. Um, what else? And of course, uh, the most important one guys, um, Friday, <laughs> the day Friday is a, is a, uh, makeshift, um, destination for us. And the reason why I say it, of course, because some of us, we, we live for the weekend, basically. And Friday is like that, that makeshift destination where we just got to get to only to return 48 hours later and do it all over again. Um, but here's the truth. The truth is that none of these makeshift destinations are promised to us. I want you to reflect on what I just said. Even though I said that, um, that even though I said that there's no destinations on this on this earth, right? There's no true destinations. But the truth is that none of these makeshift destinations that I mentioned are even promised. We could die before retirement or get sick and can't even work. Right now, we can even lose our job that could affect us being financially stable to take an actual real vacation. How many people have actually thought about that? I mean, we get in this world and we just move and move and move and move and move and move. And we never really stop to think and we never really stop to enjoy the sweetness of where we are. Right. We never really stop. Now, for me, being a being a Muslim, I, um, you know, I pray five times a day and in the whirlwind of the world and everything that's going on, you know, hearing the call to prayer and, and then going like actually submitting all of your attention to go into that prayer. It takes a lot sometimes, but it allows me to be in the moment. It allows me to, to taste the sweetness of the present and to thank Allah for everything that I have at that moment. And don't worry about the future, right? Don't worry about the future because the future thinking about the future and, and, and worrying about the unknown is what creates fear. So, um, how do we how do we live? You know, how do we live as we journey through these makeshift destinations? You know, the question that comes up, well, well, what's the purpose of all this? Right. What is the purpose of living? What's the purpose? Why are we here? That's the question that I'm not going to get totally into today, but we ha we're on a journey. Right. And we say, how do we get between these these lines of these makeshift destinations and what society requires of us and what's the purpose of it all? Now, here's the thing. Every single moment is an opportunity. Every moment is an opportunity. And I challenge, I challenge each of each of us. And I say us, um, you know, to use, use a few of those moments to make ourselves very uncomfortable. And I want to repeat, you know, I want to say that again. Every moment is an opportunity. And we need to challenge ourselves 
and use a few of those moments to make ourselves uncomfortable. Okay. As I always say at the end of every show, you know, people that's been listening for a while, I always say at the end of the show and I end on a positive note and I, and I encourage people to get outside of their box and spend time with people who do not think the same as, as you do, you know, that's going to, man, is that going to shape some perspective? Is that going to get you asking questions? Is that going to get you learning? Is that going to get you researching when you are outside of your box and people who are not affirming what you already believe, right? So you got to make yourself uncomfortable with every, you know, you don't have to do this all the time, but take some moments where you're really, really uncomfortable. Now, as humans, we are, we are selfish. We're just so selfish. Ultimately, we only care about ourselves. Now, this may sting a little bit for some people, but literally uh, the way we act and how we survive in this society, right? We are selfish. Our society beats us over the head with things that reinforce selfishness all the time. Now, someone may ask, how how do we precipitate, you know, with all this selfishness that we have here, how do we precipitate love like real, true love? Now, I wasn't trying to be a nerd or nothing, but I said, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to look up the definition of love. You know, just take a little Webster's Dictionary. Um, You know, how do we precipitate love? Well, first, let's look at what the definition of love is. Now, love, according to the dictionary, is an intense feeling of deep affection. Okay, And then I said, wait a minute, let me look up the definition of affection. And affection is a gentle feeling of fondness or liking. Right. A gentle feeling of fondness or liking. Now, we come into contact with many people from different walks of life and in order to love. Ultimately, in order to love and in order to have that perfect affection, you must look at the other person as yourself. This is not a magic trick, folks. It's not that hard to do. Some may ask, how do you do that? How do you look at the other person as yourself? Remember the mirror analogy that we are mirrors um, of and for each other? You look at the other person like they're you. Now, I'll give an Islamic reference here. Um, there's a hadith a saying of the prophet Muhammad um, who, who once said, um, none of you will believe until you love for your brother what you love for yourself. Now, those religious people or people who are familiar with uh, Bible studies or whatever that, you know, this also sounds a lot like when Jesus was teaching right in the book of Matthew. And he said, so in every Jesus said, excuse me, excuse me. I hope that burp did not come over on my podcast, but either way, prophet Muhammad said, none of you will believe until you love for your brother, what you love for yourself. And Jesus said, so in everything do to others, what you would have them do to you. Guys, these sounds very similar. And the wisdom that's in both of those sayings is still, you know, it still needs to be applied to this very, very day. It's time for us to start looking at others like we want to see ourselves. And to be honest, a lot of times when you get racism, when you get um the 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 what do you call it the actions 
of racism. Um, you're looking at someone that normally, honestly, in my opinion, hate themselves. There's some people who may do racist things or have a bias and they might not be totally aware of it. But people who are extremely racist, they cannot see that other person who may be of a different color or ethnicity as themselves. So the wisdom that's in that, even though uh, Muhammad and Jesus reportedly lived long, 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 long ago, a long, long time, thousands of years ago, right? Still to this day, that wisdom still resonates. You know, love for your brother, what you love for yourself. Do to others what you would have them do to you. We are all one race. We're one species, folks. And if we cannot see each other as ourselves, we will always it's inevitable. We will always fail in this life, in this world, the physical world. We will always fail because we if we can never see the other person like we see ourselves, we will always fail in this life. Now, I'm going to end this show um, with a verse from the Holy Quran. And this verse says, oh, mankind. We created you from a single pair of male and female and made you into nations and tribes that you may know each other and not that you may despise each other. Verily, the most honored of you in the sight of Allah is one who is the most righteous of you. I love that verse because it clearly shows that as humans, a species, we all came from a specific origin we all came from that origin as the human species and if you notice what i said in that verse is that the most honored of you in the sight of allah is the one who is the most righteous of you right so if you can't be if you can't be righteous to your brother you are like a you like you're 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 pulling yourself down degrees and degrees and degrees but just as righteous as you are you are honored when you're righteous to your brother to your sister whether they're black white asian mexican Male, female, if you can act in a righteous way with respect, with dignity, right? Then you are honored in the sight of Allah. And you're just honored, period. You're a good, great person. If you can look at the person across from you and see them as yourself. But we are lacking love. We're lacking reflection. We're lacking perspective. And we're lacking the willingness to actually listen to each other this problem is complex this problem is layered and when I say this problem I mean multiple problems it's not a coincidence that we are in this predicament but we have all the power as humans to change every single detail of these problems that we deal with we are on a journey one day we are going to die. Death is inevitable, folks. We are on this journey. This is like a this is like a pit stop, as I would say. It's just like we're like strangers living, living in a different land. And, and at some point we're going to return home. For some people, it's really, really difficult to see someone as themselves. 
because that mean they would have to treat them like they would want to be treated or treat them like they would want their kids to be treated or their husband or their wives or their family. But we're on a journey, a physical journey and a spiritual journey as humans with no love, no real, no true love. The majority needs to overcome the minority when it comes to love. There are people on this planet that truly love. And what I mean by love is the common theme in this show is seeing your brother or sister the same way you see yourself. Love for them what you love for yourself. That's the only way we can overcome any of this stuff. Not trying to be too heavy, but it's time for some reflection. It's time for um, some action when it comes to love. We must act during this journey. We must take some of those opportunities, those we got all these moments and we fill them with so much selfish crap. We have all these moments in the day and in our lives, but we fill it with so much selfish crap. All we want to focus on is retirement. I always want to focus on Friday. All we want to focus on when, well, when I get home, I don't want, all we want to focus on is payday. It's all centered around selfishness. And in order to reach that point to where we are really fostering good, nurturing, loving relationships with people that don't look like us, that are different than us, because that's where it matters the most in order for us to do that. We got to reflect deep and we got to start looking at other people like ourselves because we are one species. The verse in the Quran said what it said, oh, mankind, it did not say, oh, white man, oh, black man, oh, Jewish man, oh, Native American man. The verse says, oh, mankind, oh, mankind, you've been created. As one. We've all been created as one species. The construct that we live in and race in, in with racism and hate. This is not this is not a beginning of the time concept per se. But I'm going to challenge y'all. In order for us to move forward, you must love for your brother or your sister what you love for yourself. Don't cheat another person of your time, of your love, of your attention. Don't do that. Give them everything that you would expect for someone else and that you would want for yourself. So as always, folks, I'm going to end this show on a positive note. And it's so um, such a great correlation because I say this after every show. Is that love is real. Find a way to foster unity and love everywhere you are. Don't be afraid to speak up when you see injustice and despair. Seek to find true balance and don't stay and don't just stay in your box talking to people who will only validate what you feel and what you believe. To grow, we must challenge ourselves. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to I always say this very special episode. <laughs> But I really do want to thank y'all for tuning in to this latest episode of the Soul Dope Podcast. Peace. <laughs>